it is that time of year. It's become an, an annual ritual to see who CNBC selects as the top states for business. And there was a time when Texas was right up at the top. We've just slipped through, I think, to number six on the list. And North Carolina has been there the last couple of years. But it's a fascinating exercise. Scott Cohen's been doing it for a long time. He's special correspondent for CNBC and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. It's good to be here, David. Thank you. So this, so you can't be bribed. You can't be bought on this, right? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I understand there are 86 different metrics, 10 big categories. And just to jump to Texas for a minute, because our big failing was – what was it? Health, life, health, and inclusion. In fact, we mm-hmm. ranked dead last. What? Tell me about life, health, and inclusion. Sure. I mean, we always th- throughout. We've been doing this since two thousand seven, and we always had a category quality of life. And in recent years, with a lot of the talk about inclusiveness, we've we, we sort of renamed it. Really, kind of came after the pandemic, but it still looks at a lot of the same things. So. Uh, yes, Texas does not do well in terms of uh, what we would say in- inclusiveness and in terms of um, uh, not having anti-discrimination pro- or discrimination protections um, uh, for non-disabled people, uh, for non-disabled people, which, by the way, is also a failing in North Carolina, which was our top state. But uh, but we also look at things like the crime rate, uh, where Texas does not do particularly well at with rising crime rates. We look at um, we look at uh, child care. We look at uh, air quality. We look at um, uh, we look at health care. Texas, as I'm sure you know, is the state uh, with the fewest. Uh, the lowest percentage of people covered by health insurance, and not only that, but access to uh, to healthcare is not good in Texas compared to the rest of the country. So, so that's that that was the the category where Texas was dead last. It was 49th in 2022, so uh, not a big drop, but it certainly doesn't help matters at all for Texas. Well, and the workforce and access to capital, all things were very strong, but. Now, there may be some good uh, good lessons to be learned here. Also, education, which has been a chronic problem around here. We, we ranked very low on that. But is this enough? I mean, is this used as a gauge for businesses to relocate? I, I mean, one of the criticisms, you, you've already been hearing the criticisms, criticisms on this. In yeah. fact, our junior senator, I think, called this, uh, what was it, woke and um, lefty. That's what it was, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and and you know what? He should look at it. He should look at the um, the methodology a little more closely because I don't know how it's woke or lefty to talk about infrastructure yeah. where Texas dropped, um, you know, ten sp- I believe ten spots this year or close to it uh, because of the power grid. Um, again, crime that doesn't seem like that's a woke or lefty issue. Uh, Texas does well in a lot of areas, but um, but in in areas that we know that that companies do look at, and this kind of gets to, to what the question I think you're about to ask, um, uh, you know, there are some areas that are, that are, are tough that, that um, are probably our things to look at. And, you know, the way that we do this is we look at, first of all, what the states are talking about. That's how we decide how to weight these different categories. And then we, we talk to a lot of folks. We talk to states. We talk to site selection consultants a lot in terms of what they're hearing. And that's one of the reasons that workforce is in uh, the way that we structure the workforce category was so important and why Texas does really well, because obviously a lot of people are still moving to that state, regardless of the uh, life, health and inclusion issues. And ideally, as I was about to say, also, this could be used as 
is a wake up moment, a stimulus to go out and do something about it. Um, we had the, we had a, a, an occasion like this. I guess it was maybe fifteen could be, could have been twenty years ago. Boeing was looking at relocating out of Washington State, and it looked like uh, Dallas was going to be the winner, and it was eclipsed by Chicago, and presumably because of a shortfall in the arts and a sort of a vibrant urban community in downtown. And you know we promptly did something about it, and it was and that really primarily was the catalyst for doing that. Yeah, and and look, I don't know. I know that uh, that this gets a lot of attention among governors. The governor of North Carolina, when we we spoke with him the other the other day, as we unveiled it as the top state, he said that he was at a governor's conference, and he said everybody was talking about our our lists from the previous year, and everybody knew where their state ranked. Which what my reaction to that when I hear things like that is, we better get this right. We really have to to take good care, and we really do. I mean, it is based on data. Uh, I I know that the folks like to take their shots at us. And by the way, number six for Texas is not a bad thing. It's just that it's the first time in sixteen years that Texas hasn't been in the top five. The the dead last was um, who was dead last? Alaska, I noticed, dropped twenty points, but. Uh... Dead last was, yeah, it was Alaska. Alaska, Alaska. I guess if we're talking about business criteria, but gee, I don't know, it seems like a marvelous place. Well, it's a marvelous place for a lot of a lot of reasons, but you know the the one of the issues with with Alaska. I mean, so there are some inherent issues with Alaska. Costs are and Hawaii has the same problem that uh, costs are always going to be higher because they are sort of off the beaten path, so to speak. Um, but uh, Alaska has notoriously volatile state finances because so much is dependent on oil, and that's an issue with with uh, Texas as well. But your economy is so much more diversified and. Um, and, and your oil production is um, is steadier with the shale and all of that. Um, and and you, you're not as reliant on oil production for revenues. In some years in Alaska, it's 90% of their revenues. And if oil production in Alaska is at the lowest rate it's been since the 70s, which is what's going on, uh, it's very difficult for them to have a sustainable uh, a sustainable good economy and good the good sort of business uh, state finances I should say that businesses like to see, and and so that's an issue. And we did a story about the fact that Alaska is now trying to get into the carbon business as a way to diversify more from oil, so that they're going to sell carbon offset credits to try and make use of all of their state owned lands, and they're going to work on carbon sequestration because they have so much space to store carbon. We'll see if that works, but that's right now their current kind of ticket out. You know, the knee-jerk, without seeing this survey, would be to see a strong bias toward the Sun Belt because that's where the growth is. All all these automobile companies are coming down here and either putting manufacturing or assembly plants. My gosh, Boeing is, you know, is is assembling airplanes through the Sun Belt. But I look at it, Virginia, I guess, doesn't quite, but Minnesota is number five. Washington State is number seven. Utah is number nine. Michigan is number 10. So what is the common denominator? Well, I, I do think that there is, uh, there's clearly a lot of strength in the southeast. Our number two state was was Virginia, which I guess you could call the southeast, uh, um, you know, Tennessee, or sort of, the, so I guess sort of the mid-south. Um, that seems to be strong, and that, that sort of fluctuates from year to year. Um, I think that one of the things that, that we've learned over time is there's no single formula to being a top state for business, but 
I will say that workforce has become such an important issue now because of the shortage of workers. That's why a state like North Carolina does well, because people are going there and they have a very good, strong, diverse workforce. And Virginia as well. It's just sort of a, been a talent magnet. Same thing for Tennessee. Uh, same thing for Georgia, which is number four. And Minnesota uh, does okay. Minnesota is an expensive state. It's always been, you know, sort of marched to a different drummer. It was our top state one year. Um, it's an it's an expensive place, but their proposition is that you get what you pay for. They have a really strong infrastructure. They've really worked hard to do that. Remember, they had that that horrific bridge collapse a few oh, years sure. ago, and that was the that was a big wake up. Well, call that was that. their catalyst. Like, yeah, this exactly, was exactly. So, how does a state move drastically? I saw Arizona jump twenty places, and New Jersey has just sort of come out of the out of the woodwork. How do you? How do you move in your survey so so strongly? Well, yeah, New Jersey was our most improved state. That raised a few eyebrows. Uh, their economy is doing particularly well, uh, but it's all relative. You know, they their, their economy is doing well, but they still have one of the worst uh, debt ratings in the country. Uh, but they've improved it. They've had a series of um, a series of upgrades in their debt, which helps their state finances and helps their economy ranking. Their housing market is doing really well. It's coming from a bit of a, a, a lower place. So, so sometimes it's a it's a matter of easy comparisons. So, New Jersey's economy uh, really really improved, and this is uh, probably a credit to uh, Governor Phil Murphy and the, the state legislature there. In that they are now making their payments on their pensions, which they weren't doing under Chris Christie. Uh, under Chris Christie, their debt their debt rating was downgraded eleven times. Wow. Uh, now they've been upgraded, uh, I believe, four times under Phil Murphy, and he's going back to the agencies for for another one. It's a fascinating study, and and lots of implications through here. I know you must enjoy this. By the same token, I know there are probably some states where you're not welcome, but I, I'm sure you've made a, made a, a colonel or whatever it is in North Carolina. <laughs> well, uh, they've done well. And, you know, they've, it'll be interesting to see now because their, their political landscape is, is changing, um, which means, you know, again, all, and, and politics aside, yeah. There's just a lot of battling that's going on there that might take their eye off the ball. So yeah, we'll, I did. we'll see I, what I, happens. I saw your interview with the governor, and in fact, he was talking about you know, crossing yeah. heads with his legislature. Uh, Scott Cohen's the special correspondent for CNBC and uh, talks about the America's top states for business. Good to have you with us. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for, ha for having me. I appreciate Thanks it. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.